And now, broadcasting through Blue Collar Media, it's time for the Big Bash Podcast. Thanks to the Big Red Bash Birdsville and the Monday Monday Bash Broken Hill. Two big events rocking the outback. G'day there and welcome to the latest edition of the Big Bash Podcast where we talk everything about two of Australia's largest music festivals, the Big Red Bash in Birdsville and the new Monday Monday Bash in Broken Hill. However, these two iconic events are more than just music festivals these days. They are in fact a very unique Outback Australian event that provides people with an experience like no other. Just travelling to these events is an adventure in itself that adds to the entertainment in two fantastic Outback locations. Now on this podcast we speak not only with artists who make the trips out to perform for you, but we also talk to the people who work tirelessly behind the scenes, from volunteers to full-time and part-time employees who combine their efforts to create memories that you look back on for a very long time. We also provide you with event updates, useful information, travel tips, and of course, all the updates to keep you well and truly informed. We also speak with the business people in surrounding areas who benefit from these events. We meet some of the outback characters along the way, and we also speak to you, of course, being the bash goers who make the trek out to enjoy and experience what uh, that these two events uh, certainly do offer. Now on this edition we will recap uh, what was a massive 2022 bash season with uh, event founder Greg Donovan and we'll also run through the stellar lineup for 2023 which is an absolute cracker. Now 2023 marks 10 years of the Big Red Bash, an event that basically happened by accident. Uh, what started as a celebration and a reward for the efforts of those uh, that were involved in a desert marathon run to raise awareness for adolescent diabetes soon became a dream, then a vision and then finally a reality. A small gathering of people that uh, basically uh, just turned up uh, and, but, and more or less... Um, turned up there just to celebrate a run. Just incredible. And that small gathering of people basically turned into what is now the largest remote music festival in the world in a place on the edge of the Simpson Desert uh, in far west Queensland. A very quiet place, a peaceful place, and a place where any, on any other day uh, not a lot goes on. In 2022, over 12,000 people gathered for three days of the best Australian music on offer. The Big Red Bash is like no other music event, and that event celebrates 10 years. Can you believe it? The Big Red Bash. It's a massive event, but it basically just started like this. Okay, let's go out into the outback now. Faces in the photograph are faded And I can't believe he looks so much like me For it's been ten years today Since I left for Old Cork Station Saying I won't be back till the droving's done For the rain never falls on the dusty diamond tina and a driver finds it hard to change his mind For the years are surely gone Like the drays from Old Cork Station And I won't be back till the droving's done Well, it's been ten years out there in the dusty diamond, Tina And the man that made all of that happen, of course, is Greg Donovan And he is on the line Greg Donovan, can you believe it's ten years? 
uh, ten years. It's gone gone in a flash when you look back. But uh, it's been uh, ten uh, interesting, fun, challenging, um, turbulent years, really. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that song, although John Williamson never wrote that song, he certainly covered it well. And it is about uh, the Dusty Diamond Tina, and that certainly can be that out there. That is for sure in that Diamond Tina Shire, and and the fact that he, he even says 10 years today since he was out there. So there you go. Um, it's, it's going to be a fantastic event next year, the 2023 um, Big Red Bash being 10 years. But before we get onto that and we get onto the lineup, Greg, what a year it was this year. Uh, certainly very challenging for you personally, obviously with the Big Red Bash, a big event in itself. Uh, but you had to put together two events in Monday, one to catch up uh, on the uh, previous year's event because of the dreaded COVID, and then and then you had to let the other one run as scheduled. Uh, it's been a big year for you, mate, but it was a very successful year. Yeah, look, um, three festivals in one year is, uh, is uh, very... Uh it was a challenge, um, you know, with not much time off. Certainly, had no uh, no leave or no uh, nothing else really. We've just been working on working on these festivals, flat chat all year. But um, you know, we've got a really great team, and uh, we just all put our heads down and uh, and got it done. And and they all went so well. I mean, the feedback we've had from every one of them has been um, incredible. So you know, hats off to our to our team to be able to uh, step up and, and take on the challenge of. Uh, Throwing three festivals together in in in, uh, in a matter of probably probably four months. We started in April. We finished in August. So four or five months. Yeah, quite quite unbelievable, really. When you, and, and look, you, you talk about the feedback. I spoke to many people on the ground at both events um, in Birdsville and in Monday, and everybody was really you know sucking it up and and taking advantage of what the event is and the, it's like they've got an understanding of it it's just incredible that that you know and even that last the event in, in monday you know just not long ago when people were dressed up you know for the mad max theme and and you're talking to them they all just get into it they it's it's as if they get it they they just don't go out to watch it they get out and they get involved in the nut bush and and the runs yeah, and all yeah. everything that goes on that they they take full advantage of it they, they've got a good they've got a very good understanding of what you you set out to achieve haven't they yeah they do and i think um it's an interesting statistic but you know uh when we do surveys afterwards um i think around about um uh you know we ask a range of questions and one of them we ask you know did the event meet your expectations exceed your expectations significantly exceed um you know fall short whatever but um uh, about eighty, just over eighty percent of people say that the event exceeded their expectations, which sort of indicates that you know they're exciting, excited about going to the event. They don't know what to expect, you know. They have something in their mind, but but generally, it's uh, you know what they get is even better than what they were expecting. That's eighty percent, and you know I think the other twenty percent, uh, you know, said said it met their expectations. I, I don't think uh, there was anyone really who said the event uh, didn't meet their expectations. So. Mm. Um, you know, we know we're delivering a great experience when you get that sort of feedback and you know those sort of results out of surveys. Yeah, and I think, and look, I think they just embrace it. I think over the last couple of years with COVID and lockdowns and border restrictions, and people have been pretty keen just to get out anyway. But this event has been, you know, in particular, birds will been around a while, so a lot of people have 
were keen to get out to that, uh, who may not have normally have gone to that. They might have, you know, had a holiday planned or would normally go to Fiji or Bali or somewhere, but thought, you know, look, let's just go out to the outback and have a look at this. I think there was some some new new heads there. But the one thing that I'd noticed was the amount of return customers that the people that are regular bash goers that make the trek to Birdsville every year. Now, Monday, I've spoken to people that went to both events in Monday this year, which is a big ask because, you know, it's it's you've got to buy your tickets, you've got to prepare, you've got to take time off work, and then you've got to fund yourself out there. Uh, and for you have to have people turn up to all three events, um, I think that's. I think well, man, I think that, that's a credit to you. I just think that it's it's something that, and, and even when the acts, you know, you're seeing some of the same acts. I think people are prepared for that. I think that because it's in two locations, but once you are there, it's very similar. It was very funny. I was talking to Daryl Braithwaite at Monday, you know, Monday, and I said it's it, it resembles a lot like Birdsville, and he said you. We'd be mistaken to think that you were weren't at Birdsville. Like it's just, you know, when you walk, you know, backstage or onto the stage at Monday, the view for the artist basically not, doesn't change much, does it? No, no. Look, the artists, you know, they get a great uh, outlook over the festival site. You know, you've got a great crowd. You've got, uh, you know, the red dirt plane stretching in the distance. You've got a sea of caravans in front of you, a sea of caravans and campers. So, um, yeah, look, it looks fairly. It looks, uh, you know, from an artist's point of view, um, yeah, it looks great. Um, you know, even even at um, Monday Monday, you know, you look out, they're sort of looking uh, over to their left, and they see the Barrier Rangers going off into the distance. And uh, yeah, look, it's a beautiful place uh, to play. As is, as is Birdsville, of course. I guess mm-hmm. the only difference in Birdsville, they'll a couple of kilometres uh, in the distance, to, they'll see a sort of a dune in the distance. But um, yeah, look, it's you know the big wide blue skies being out in the outback, the red dirt, the red sand. Um, yeah, it's just an awesome place for artists to play, and they they all seem to love it. Yeah, with thousands of people in front of them, it's just incredible. Yeah, and yeah, that, and that's yeah. the thing. And and I think when you know when you talk to the artists now, they they love it. They love it just as much as the people that attend. They love to yeah. they love to perform <laughs> there. They love the experience because they look they're playing in pubs and you know in, in you know, some of the bigger bands sure are playing in stadiums and big big music venues, but nothing like this. I don't. I'd, there wouldn't be. There isn't an event like this anywhere where you've got you know so many people and so much going on i remember you know talking to you at monday and we had you know you're what there's an act up on stage and we're we're looking at that but off to the off to the left there were camel rides happening there were kids playing cricket to the right on the plaza it's just incredible i mean where does this happen helicopter buzzing around absolutely in the distance and uh there's there's lots going on it's it's fun actually (laughs) Yeah, I was standing up on stage one day, you know, and watching watching kids have a game of soccer in the mosh pit, you know, before the mosh pit, pit got too crowded. So it's incredible. Yeah, it's a great family atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where else does that happen? I mean, we where you've got yeah. Music. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it does. You anyway, know? Like, and uh, we we just try and make it easy for people. You know, you can bring your own grog. No, I don't think any other festivals do that. Uh, you can bring a dog. There's no other festivals that do that. You can have a campfire. I'm not sure if there's too many other festivals that would do that. So, you know, we just try and make it. You know, a relaxed, great sort of Aussie thing. You want to, you know, you have a drink and sit around the campfire and bring your family, bring your dog, you know, bring your own grog, whatever. Um, yeah, it works out really well. It's just a good vibe. 
Yeah, it certainly is a good vibe. And everybody gets on. I don't think I've seen any trouble at any of these events. And once once people get out there, they they really take it for what it is. And they, they suck up as much of it as they can. Everybody's in a good mood. Uh, the, the thing is, is that you've got people of different ages. And sure, we have, you know, the grey nomad part of the crowd. And then you have the young families and, and then really young families. I mean, I spoke to people... Um, on, on other editions of the podcast and other people I just chatted to in general who had, you know, babies there as, as, as young as, you know, three months old, eight weeks old. It's just incredible. There's people that yeah. get out there and, and just really accept the event for what it is and, and try to get as much out of it as they can. The, the one thing that's quite noticeable, and anybody listening, if they go back and have a look at some of the old photographs of, of the big red bash and you look at... You know, you look at that from the uh, the aerial shots, and then look at it today. It is just <laughs> unbelievable to think yeah. that. And I it was talking, oh well, I was talking to somebody in in Birdsville, and they said, "Geez, you're in a good spot camped here, duck." And I said, "Well, see that tripod out there, in, you know, just back from the stage, and I, with the lights on." He said, "I said that's where I was the first time I came." <laughs> and I said I was out there. I said it was just basically right smack dab in the middle of the concert arena. So, yeah, uh, and yeah. and a great job with the plaza. I mean, I think the first bash I went to, I think there was a there was a pizza van. There might have been one or two others, and there was a bloke sharpening axes and knives, and there was a <laughs> coffee stand, and that was it. The yeah, plaza, we we we, did, we ran our own uh, pie stand that year. We brought we got an old caravan and bought some pies out from the. Uh, from the bakery there, and uh, sold sold a few pies. That was uh, that was our little foray into uh, into the food side of things. <laughs> mm, just incredible now when you look at what what the plaza looks like these days. With so many businesses and and different, you know, not just food, but there's other things available there. And then uh, I like the idea at Monday this year where you had the little market set up with the locals that were there, you know, trying to set off their wares just down along the edge of the plaza there. And there's a little market set up there. It was just incredible. And the thing is, no matter what age of these people that are attending these events, they're all like-minded. So they're all chatting away and sitting around and people are just relaxing on the tables and chairs that you provide on the plaza itself. Uh, it's quite incredible, mate. I've, I've said to you, uh, I think that this year's Big Red Bash was probably... The best one I'd been to. I, I don't know why that is. It just had that feeling about it. What did you think? Yeah, look, I, we we walked away from it saying, yeah, look, this is but this has been the best one ever. Just uh, just the way things went, everything ran so smoothly. The, you know, the entertainment. Uh, you know, we had the bigger numbers because uh, we were accommodating you know a lot of people from the prior year who who couldn't come when you know Sydney and New South Wales in lockdown and all this sort of stuff. So. All those t- all those people with tickets that couldn't couldn't make it, we rolled them over to uh, to this year. So we had those additional people. So yeah, it was just a great great vibe. Everything, you know, no dramas. Everyone had a good time. Everyone you walk past had a smile on their face. And, uh, and I think the first year out of COVID, it's uh, you know everyone was so grateful to be able to be doing this sort of stuff again. It's been uh, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that goes for the artists and 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 of course the people that that work behind the scenes, that work with the artists and the people who set the stage up and build this and and, and, and the roadies and the support crews because they've been, you know, they've had a couple of lean years in itself and talking to Jimmy Barnes in Birdsville this year, he said the same thing, that it was great to see all these people that actually work in the business who, you know, that's not un, basically unknown really to, mm, to the public. Yeah, behind because, the scenes. Yeah, 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 100%. And it's just good to see them working again and good to see... Big events such as the Big Red Bash 
and Monday Monday Bash back on and with plenty of people enjoying it. Mate, just before we get into the lineup for next year, uh, there was a, uh, people can still catch up on this on iView on ABC, Australian Story. Uh, they did a good job uh, of telling the story of how all this started, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's, uh, if anyone's seen the episode, it, it has been a, an interesting story. There was no uh, no grand plan to start up a big music festival. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we started off doing sort of running events overseas and deciding to come back to Australia and, and set up a running event here and happened to have a little bit of music. And one thing led to another. <laughs> what started off as a sing-along around the campfires now become a you know, a, a massive festival. So it's a real. It's been a really, yeah, interesting story, quite inspiring in some ways as to the challenges that that we faced. And you know, and uh, you know, I think they were they, they sort of put a big thing about. Uh, you know, I was, I was made redundant from work back in uh, 2014, and uh, you know, I ended up uh, putting all the redundancy money into the into the thing to get it up and going, and uh, hoping it'll all work. So. Mm. Yeah, look, it's it's been a journey. It's been a really interesting journey and uh, different. And I think it's, it, you know, I think people, the feedback I've had is people thought it was a really great story and it's really interesting to know the background as to how, how the whole thing got up and going. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously you and I have spoken about that on this podcast and on radio over the years of how this started and how it, it, it took off. I, li- I did like the line I saw somewhere they said, you know, do this, do that, and you thought, no, let's just roll the dice. I thought that was <laughs> fantastic, but I guess pretty much it. <laughs> and the, and the, but the runs that the, the you know you know obviously when you you decided and you were very open about your, your battles during that time and prior to the the runs and all that and and then to to do those runs it looks so challenging, mate. I just when you, you were never ever a like a marathon runner, were you? I mean, it's just incredible. Oh, look, I had I had done some running, a few marathons in the past, and uh, um, so I had always done running, and it was so it's sort of something I, you know, when you set your mind to do something really, really major or significant, it does. It's a step up to the next level, and you've got yeah. to train a lot, and uh, you just got to. A lot of it's a mental thing, you know, to be able to just just keep pushing yeah, forward, keep pushing along. Yeah, but anyway, I thought that I thought that that was it was so well done. And if any and people listening haven't seen that, they can certainly catch up with that and have a look at Australian Story. They do a good job, and in particular, that one was just fantastic. And I guess for me personally, the fact that I've had some sort of involvement and gone to you know we've tried to promote the bash from the very early days. I just thought it was great to see that. Was I've basically watched it grow myself from the sidelines? You know, we, yeah, we yeah, talk about. Here. We talk about yeah, it here. I'm, yeah, yeah. And on the radio, I mean, we've spoken, you know, for 10 years. We've got you on. Let's, let's sell tickets. Let's encourage people to get out to to the, you know, to the Big Red Bash because it's the one that's been going the longest. And, and the one thing that we, we've always uh, stressed on this, on our programs, is the fact that it's not just the event. It's the adventure getting there and the adventure getting home from there. And, and now for those that can't do that adventure, you don't, may not have the vehicle or the time off or the capabilities, you've, you've now presented them with the Monday Monday Bash, which is so much easier to get to. You can basically do it on a push bike if you're fit enough. There's accommodation <laughs> in town, plenty of motels about the place in Broken Hill, and you can just trek out each day and, and, and enjoy it and then go back and back into town because it's not that far. It's So really, it's you now cater for everybody and also for people in the southern parts of the country that may not have the time to get to Birdsville, but they can certainly get to Broken Hill. Uh, I think you've done a great job, mate, and I think it's... Yeah, uh, it's yeah, off to no, you. Would, and, and yeah, I think this year has been a cracker, mate. I think 2022 has been your year so far. 
it definitely has, and it's uh, look, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big relief to have have them done now. And uh, you look, you never know what might happen. Um, there's all sorts of things that uh, you know can go wrong or whatever problems you can deal with. So to be to be on the other side of uh, having delivered three successful festivals, it's 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 a great feeling. It's a great relief. And uh, but you know the work never stops, and uh, we've been flat out since we got home from. Monday, Monday to organise, uh, you know, to get get the 2023 festival lineup uh, sorted and ready to go, and uh, and uh, here we are, just really a couple of months uh, out from from Monday, Monday, and uh, ready to ready to sort of announce next year's lineup. Yeah, it just goes to show how hard the work goes on behind the scenes with you people all year round, and uh, and I guess um, you know with 2020 with 2022 done. It's now time to look towards 2023. And look, I don't want to give too much away, but it's going to sound a little bit like this. Okay, Greg. There's a bit of a give up. Why don't you run through the lineup for 2023? It's an absolute beauty. Yeah, look, 2023, the big red bash lineup. It is, um, it is huge. It's going to be a great year. We've uh, we've got Ice House on board this year as our uh, as our headline artist. They've uh, been on the on the radar and uh, you know been keen to come uh, for a little while. And we've uh, you know managed the stars of a line, so to speak. So we've managed to. Uh, Get them on board this year, and that's uh, the big red bash and, and Monday Monday bash, which is fantastic. And uh, so, I never had them, never had them before at the bash. And uh, you know, the old Great Southern Land song will be, uh, you know, right in its place there, uh, being sung sung out in the outback. Uh, and uh, on top of that, you know, we've got uh, we've got Human Nature coming this year for the uh, for the very first time. Everyone knows Human Nature's. Uh, you know, spent a long time in the U.S. Uh, performing in uh, Vegas, you know, in the in Nevada, in the desert there, and. Uh, um, yeah, they are an absolute class uh, class band, and uh, you know one of Australia's best. And they're coming out to put on their uh, their Motown show that they uh, that they do in Vegas, uh, out there in the desert. They've never really performed music festivals before. They've always done uh, you know sort of uh, indoor venues and other venues. But uh, it's great that they're now um, you know really keen to get out and uh, get up on a festival stage and. Uh, and, and rock the outback with us and uh, get the outback going. So that's fantastic. We've got uh, uh, you know other new ones uh, this year. Pete, Pete Murray. Um, we've never had Pete before, so it's great to have him on board. We've got the Waifs, who are a fantastic act. Um, you know, we've got some of the uh, some acts we've had before. I think we've got the Angels back. Rock the uh, Rock in the Desert. Everybody loves the Angels. So uh, I think the last time we had them was. Uh, was that the 20, one in town? Was that the one that was flooded? No, in town? no, it was 2018. 2018 was the last time we had them. So um, I think it was 2018 or 2019. But yeah, 20, 20 it was, uh, yeah, it'll be four or five years since we've had the Angels. So it's great they're still rocking along strong. Um, got the Hoodoo Gurus. Um, you know, they're, uh, they've are they just had their 40th anniversary celebration and uh, they're, they're a top, top, Top uh, Australian rock band, so uh, they'll bring all their classics out. We've got Kate Sobrano back; she's uh, she's done a few of these uh, bashes with us now, and everybody loves her. Um, you know, we and we've got a whole lineup. You know, Shane Howard or some solid rock, and all the other classics that he does. Troy Casadale on the uh, on the uh, you know on the country side, and you know, of course, for Big Red, 
Bass. We've got, uh, you know, who, who couldn't celebrate 10 years without John Williamson, the man who started a lot. So mm. that's going to be that's going to be fantastic. Absolutely. It's a stellar lineup. Ross Wilson, yeah. Dragon, Chocolate Starfish, who were huge. Chocolate Starfish. They love, everyone loves Chocolate mm. Starfish. How so good were all that? That's why we keep getting them back. Everyone says, we love, you know, they, they love it. They get the crowd going and, uh, look, they're, they're a favourite, so they're they're uh, you know they're they're back. Uh, we've got another band who played in April in Monday 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 that everybody just went crazy about. Furnace and the Fundamentals. People were wanting them back, so never played at Birdsville. So I've uh, got them there at Birdsville. Um, yeah, we've got Caitlin uh, Caitlin Shabbolt, Billy Dyer. Um, they're a class they're a class act. They're sort of a pop country act acts, and they'll play together. We've got. Um, Wendy Matthews and Grace Knight will put on a put on a great show together. Um, yeah, what a lineup! <laughs> uh, Jack Jones, it just it just Jack goes Jones, on and yeah. on. So it's yeah, and of course you've yeah. got the big red bash band. Look, you, you mentioned Furnace and the Fundamentals. Uh, I couldn't believe how good they were. They were just went on and on. They were fantastic, and they were, yeah, the feedback like around Monday that when they played there was just how yeah. yeah, good are they? It's just incredible. Oh yeah, people love them. Like they do a ninety-minute set, and they just go from song to song to song. With yes, no stop. You know, and they put together these great sort of songs that you know, and they'll only do like ninety seconds of each song, mm. and it'll sort of mould into the next song, and on and on it goes. It's so high energy in there. Jumping up around the stage and doing all sorts of stuff. I remember they were playing uh, "It's Raining Men" and all these <laughs> all these blow up uh, male dolls came out to be yeah. tossed around the mosh pit and you know all, yeah. Yeah, all sorts they're of very very good all sorts I, of crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I think Wendy Matthews in Monday this year was fantastic as well. So she, her, along with Grace Knight, that'll be a fantastic addition to Birdsville. Uh, that is for sure. Troy Casadale, I remember um, a few years ago when Troy played out there and. He played just on just as the sun was going down over the dune, and and you know, there were a few fires going, and you just thought, mate, how good is this? It was like he was born to play there. It was was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's great to have Troy back. It's been uh, a few years as well. I think uh, I'm just trying to remember the last time we had Troy was uh, I think it was 2017 from memory. Yeah, 2017. So. Yep. It's been a while. Certainly <laughs> a great, certainly a great. So there it is for the big red bash for the for the ten years. You, you're looking at the big red, the big red bash band, and furnace and the fundamentals. Look, remember that name because you're certainly going to remember them after they perform. They were just amazing. The Shantuzies and obviously are, are a regular and and popular. And I know that Kate Sobrano. I'm, I've I've seen um, social media posts from Kate. Who just uh, who wraps the venue and wraps the event and who loves it? So um, she's obviously going to be uh, giving it a roll because uh, she's she's done it so many times, you know, already. And and she's basically almost as she's like when you look when you think about the the artists who who are so strongly associated with the big red bash. Obviously, John Williamson, Jimmy Barnes, and I think I think Kate Sobrano falls into that category now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's been. Uh, I think this will be her third. Third uh, performance at the Big Red Bash. Yeah, which could is, even be four. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> so which is good. Lot, yeah. Which yeah, is good because yeah. I mean, and, and obviously you know they're these these like like not found like well, I guess John Williamson's a foundation, and then you have Jimmy Barnes who basically um, took your redundancy to make sure that it all worked. But um, but you but you think about those two artists, but then when you think about Kate Sobrano, she's sort of almost at that category now because she has been there and and loves the event. I think Pete Murray too. I think that's a that's a great that's a great addition, uh, Greg. I think Pete Murray. Yeah, he's a, he's a great uh, great performer. He's got a great repertoire of uh, you know. 
of music, and uh, I think uh, everybody will uh, everybody will know all these, all the songs. And um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm sure you'll put on a, put on a fantastic show. Yeah, well, I remember speaking to Melanie Dyer when she came off stage in uh, in in Birdsville, and she was absolutely stoked. Um, that uh, you know, she just couldn't believe how good it was, and she—I think she was off for a camel ride straight off stage, which was just, you know, how, what, what other event do you go to where the artists come off stage and hop on a camel and go for a ride? Yeah, we got the Pierce Brothers. They were they fantastic at Monday Monday this year. So mm. uh, no, great yeah, event, they're, they're great, yeah. great lineup, and it's just what people come to expect. So the um, so the the lineup for the tenth anniversary of the uh, Big Red Bash. Uh, headed up by Ice House, of course, John Williamson, who kicked it all off all those years ago, is back, and he was sensational. He just had the crowd memorised at Monday earlier in the year, earlier this year. Hoodoo Gurus, Human Nature, which will be again, uh, will be fantastic to see the boys out there. Pete Murray, the Angels, the Waifs, the Waifs, how good are the Waifs? They've been around for a long time. Kate Sobrano, yeah. Troy yeah, Casadali, Ross Wilson, which I think uh, is a favourite. Dragons, Chocolate Starfish, who I think. Uh, when I heard them come, I couldn't believe how good I'd never seen chocolate starfish until I saw them out there, and I couldn't believe just how good that act is. Shane Howard, and of course the Pierce brothers you mentioned, Wendy Matthews and Grace Knight, Jack Jones, Melanie Dyer, and Caitlin Shadbolt, Furnace, and the Fundamentals. Remember that one, the Shantuzis, and of course the Big Red Bash band. Now then we move on to the Monday lineup, and again very similar. Yeah, very similar to uh, Big Red Bash. I mean, the idea is that we sort of trying to replicate us at the same sort of festival in both places. There's a couple of little little differences. Uh, you know, for example, John Williamson um, is not playing at, um, at Monday Monday Bash this year. He played last year. Um, uh, we've got... Um, Look, Thirsty Merck, uh, Greg, Thirsty, Thirsty Merck. Thirsty are coming into the lineup. We, so- we, um, fortunately, Ross Wilson uh, couldn't make those dates in, in August, but we've got Thirsty Merck coming into the lineup. Yeah, Greg, we, we, we uh, were invo- just to interrupt you there, Greg, we were involved in a, in a fundraising concert here in the Hawkesbury a while back with the floods, and Thirsty Merck performed, and let me tell you, people are in for a real treat. They are, they go, they are fantastic live, and I think they'll, yeah. Oh, yeah, they'll be great. Yeah. Percy Merck are great. And then we've got a couple of local bands that have gone really, really well. We have The Boys, uh, who have played at both Mondays, and they're a, they're a fantastic local band. So talented, and people really love them. Uh, and The Water Bag Band, which is uh, another another band out of Wilkenia, who, who put on, put on so, um, you know, really, they've really got some good um, music, you know, particularly around the culture, around the land, and and all of that sort of stuff, uh, you know, with a few Aboriginal members, and it's fantastic to have them up on stage. Um, yeah, so it's another another great lineup for Monday Monday. Absolutely, and also the addition of My Sex, who performed this year, and 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 still the boys have still got it. My Sex, they'll be fantastic as well. But again, the the uh, we're looking at the uh, headline act: Ice House, Hoodoo Gurus, Human Nature, Pete Murray, The Angels, The Waves, Kate Sobrano, and those local bands, which will be a real hit out there. And it just gives you the feel. It it, it just gives you an appreciation of that area as well. And talking to some of the locals. Uh, around the Monday, um, that, that area itself, who don't live too far from there. Um, they, they're, a, you know, the big supporter of this this festival. They just think it's fantastic, and I think they're all on board. Uh, so uh, it's just great that you can su- return that, um, that that support by, you know, giving these 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 bands and these artists a platform in, to perform in front of such a huge amount of people, but they wouldn't normally get that, would they? 
No, that's right. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> these boys, the boys who, who played there, they've never played on the stage anything like that with that sort of production, and they, they love it. Mm, and that sort of a crowd into it, too. The locals, the locals love seeing one of their local bands up there really, um, you know, really kicking kick, kick, kick ass, so to speak. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, so two great lineups for two great events. Tickets go on sale October 25th. So I think these tickets, all as they, as my mate Adam Harvey says, will run faster than a stolen Commodore, Greg. I think they're going to be... Uh, <laughs> they, it will sell. Don't let the grass grow under your feet, folks. Jump onto this. October 25th is when tickets will go on sale for both events, Greg. So uh, I think you'll find that um, they'll start to move fairly quickly. As people, I know people are already, already planning on Big Red Bash before they knew the lineup. Yeah, yeah. Look, a lot of people do. They, they, they always know. They can trust that they're going to get a great lineup of artists. You know who who they are. Won't, won't. They don't always know, but they, they know they're going to whatever happens and whatever the lineup is. They know that they want the experience and uh, they want to do a trip and uh, everything else. So, a lot of people are going regardless of the lineup. Yep, no, and that's right. And, and you know what? You just nailed it then when you said people trust the event because they know it's going to be a good lineup. And people do plan, and I know plenty of people who have already said that they are going to Birdsville next year, and that was before they had any idea. Could have been Marseille, Marseille performing out there. They would have had no idea, but they were going. So, yeah, and, yeah. and I, think, I think the fact that you've actually built that trust, Greg, to credit to you, because it's such a credible event now, and it's solid, and people know it's going to be a good event. So they just plan for it before they even know who's going to be there. It's incredible, yeah, really. Yeah, we've, we've even, you know what we've done? We've even organised at Birdsville. We've even organised it for it to be a full moon on the first day of the festival. There you go. Well done. I, know, I knew you that had That wasn't of, bad. I knew you had organising. I knew you had a lot of power, <laughs> Greg, but that much, I didn't add that much. But it is true. And again, that's just the other difference between this festival and others because uh, not too many people will start planning to attend a concert or a music event without knowing who's playing. And you've had people, I, I know of people now that have been saying for months, definitely going to next year, people who missed out this year who said they'll be there next year, and they have no idea who's playing. But they're still going. It's just, mate, and that is that is because of the event that you've built. You and your family and everybody who works with you, you've built this trusted event now, which is, you know, but people just know it's going to be good and they're going to turn up. And and I think basically this getting the lineups just part of it. And I think you've uh, yeah. you've done well with a cracking lineup. Congratulations on this year, mate. I think Thank you. It's been a, yeah, we're really looking forward to 2023, another uh, another big year, and we're forward to uh, both both festivals and celebrating uh, 10 years out at Birchville. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a cracking event. Obviously, well, we'll keep talking about it here on the podcast. We'll also keep talking about it on the radio. Keep your eye on social media as well with any updates and things like that. Uh, that it, Obviously, everybody's kept informed on everything that's happening with both of these events. But October 25th is where you will uh, when you'll be able to jump on and get hold of your tickets. You're a good man, Greg. Um, have a, uh, mate, enjoy the rest of the year. Have a bit of a rest now, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. We'll we'll have we'll have a rest in a little while. There's still a bit to do, but yeah, I'm uh, sure yeah, there no, is. yeah, no, it's all good though. All right, good stuff, mate. There it is. Uh, that's Greg Donovan, of course. He is the founder and the man behind the Big Red Bash, and of course now the Monday Monday Bash. What a stunning lineup for 2023. I would have thought 2022 was going to be hard to beat, but uh, from what I can see uh, and looking at that lineup, I think 2023 is just going to raise that bar just a little bit higher. That, of course, is the uh, latest edition of the uh, Big Bash podcast. We'll have 
Uh, pop out some editions of the podcast over the next few months just to keep you informed of what's going on. Don't forget, October 25th, jump on, grab your tickets, check out the website, run yourself across the lineup. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Keep an eye on the social media pages as well. But that, of course, is uh, the, uh, the latest edition of the Big Bash podcast. We'll be back with another edition real soon. We'll see you then. <laughs>